Good evening and welcome to another edition of Rev. My name is Lori Enright and we are so excited that you've joined us for the next 30 minutes. At any time, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, send us a quick email to rev, R-E-V, at eaglecountryonline.com. Special thanks to Mark Kreimer and our friends at Kreimer's Beer House for making the show possible. Visit the Beer House for lunch or dinner seven days a week on State Route 128 in Cleves. Hey, Dave Vaughn here. Welcome again to another edition of the Rev Radio Show with Lori Enright and I. We're having fun talking about all kinds of things. Who knows what might be talked about on this show on Sunday nights. And um, I thank you for tuning in. And uh, we're honored that you give us that privilege of uh, speaking to you. Some of you may cut us off pretty soon on Sunday nights, depending (laughs) on the topic. I've got some people who are listening through. And then once they hear the topic, oh, I might tune in or I should have tuned in. So we're in the process of archiving with titles all of our past shows. And so we're typing, I've got some folks listening and typing to some of the topics and the guests that Lori and I uh, share with each week. And you can, you can get uh, that and access it through the Eagle Country website pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, um, for those who are interested in listening to some past shows, or maybe you know somebody that was on the show and didn't hear it, if you go to eaglecountryonline.com, go to the On Air tab of the website, and you scroll down, there's a section that says Rev. Um, And it's usually on the homepage. You can click directly on that, and it will literally have every show we have ever aired um, there for you to listen to. Um, And more information on the church and our uh, awesome sponsor at Crimer's Beer House. You know, Mark's doing pretty good sponsoring this show, isn't he? Yes, he he's good? awesome. Yes, we are is very he, grateful. Uh, what are the What are they feeding people down there now, Lori? Well, I saw that they're they have this new delicious spinach and artichoke dip, but it doesn't look like normal really? kind because they've topped it with it. Just it, they're doing a healthy version, and it's topped that, with beer. He cheese. got that from me. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's just healthy me. on the day that, that you're there. Mm, um, mm. No, but beer cheese, I think there's Swiss cheese and some pretzel bites. So I know they're, they're um, unleashing some new recipes and, and ideas um, for the menus. And I think they're even yeah. accepting ideas on their Facebook page for people to make suggestions on what they'd like. How about that? Mark Kramer on Facebook. I'm going to commend him. He's got, he's got some really smart people around him then, I'm telling you. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm sure happy. he's manning the face. Yeah, I don't know. I'll talk to Mark about that. But yeah, we do encourage you to visit the Beer House. And also, while you're here on 128, come on up the road. Visit Whitewater Crossing any Sunday morning. Uh, I think God's alive here. We're not the only church where God's on the move. But it's in the 128 corridor. If you're over here, we'd love to have you. Come by 930, 1115. You can get on the website uh, and uh, click on that Plan Your Visit page. It'll kind of give you a virtual experience of what you can expect and uh, sign up and tell us you're coming. We'll have a concierge meet you and kind of show you around. Uh, Maybe I'll introduce you to Mark Kramer. I don't know. He's around. I see him around. (laughs) And I think rumor has it we have some cool Christmas uh, activities on Christmas Eve coming up. We should probably talk about that. Absolutely. Christmas Eve coming 4 and 6 p.m., I think, are Christmas Eve service times. But there's all kind of stuff going on. It all starts with C. I understand there's like coffee, and uh, I hear there's camels. Did you hear this? I heard that there were animals. I'm just now getting the seed. I hear there's uh, camels, and there's cookies, and there's chocolate, (laughs) and there's claws. Santa Claus, I think, is coming, and and I I will be here. I will be here for Christmas Eve. I'm trying to figure out how to put that into a C. There's carols. I mean, there's all kind of C stuff (laughs) for Christmas. 
So yeah, as we get a little closer here in December, we definitely want to talk a little bit more about what Christmas Eve at Whitewater will be. Absolutely. And uh, we're, we're appreciative of Crimeburn. We appreciate that you tune in. And again, our goal is just to share people, stories, information, inspiration that would rev up your life and help you take a step out there in Eagle Country world from, you know, just listening and uh, especially this season, lean into the reason for the season. I mean, there's uh, even people who not don't really go to church uh, during Christmas, they're kind of drawn to this idea of Jesus being born. And they may not follow that Jesus fully. Some of y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking to some of y'all. And that's cool. <laughs> we, we talk to people who are far from Jesus uh, and, and those who are close to Jesus and those who walk with him a lot. And uh, we encourage you to take some steps. And so uh, we got a great guest on the show tonight, Roseanne. Uh, and I want Roseanne Moore to kind of tell you a little bit about her life and a little bit about some ministry stuff she's doing, which is exciting. Uh, and But Lori, you're doing good? Doing good, yeah. Okay. I'm excited right now because I have two of my favorite Christian role models. I'm not just saying that because we're yes. on the show. Um, I'm slightly biased, but two of my favorite Christian role models are surrounding me right now. So it's a good day. How about Aww. that, Roseanne? I, I am honored. I'm pretty I, sure I, you're better than me. I'll just say it right now. I don't know about that. I had a C for your name. Oh, you cool, cool pastor, caring pastor, yes. comforting pastor. Comforting. She's <laughs> with the program already. I does love she, that. She, does, Country. Yeah, country. Country. Country pastor. Yeah, no hair, but it's no C, you know, on there. But uh, Roseanne, welcome to the show, Roseanne. You. you have been kind of a fixture in our community, especially Harrison, right? Yes. Uh, area, but a lot of a folks in time. Eagle Country may or may not have heard about you. And tell us a little bit, uh, you know, how you came to know Jesus. Was that something you learned from your childhood? Did you have a conversion later on in life? Tell me a little bit about that. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, I was raised in a wonderful uh, family, Italian yeah. family. Italian, Italian, yes. and a lot of Italian tradition, but unfortunately, it was not Christ-centered. Hmm. It, it was not. So um, I'm thankful for my family and my parents and everything. But uh, when I graduated high school, I uh, began to have a lot of hunger, like, why am I here? Hmm. What's my purpose? My dad was convinced I just needed to marry a nice Italian boy, move down the street, have lots of babies. Yeah, and I and have Italian food. Yes, yes, yes. And I was not convinced. Ah. Um, and then, of course, the cares of the world uh, uh. came on me, and I literally began to be filled with fear mm. and depression mm. and anxiety, uh, which moved mm. me into eating disorders. Mm. And uh, at 19, I found myself depressed and suicidal. And hmm. I uh, reached out to God, even though I didn't know who he was exactly. Yeah. And um, a dear friend of mine gave me a Bible yeah. and said, this is God's word. And I was like, God yeah. has words? Like, yeah. like, like I was like really? stunned. Yeah. And uh, that was the beginning of my journey um, as a Christian. And I got saved at 19 years old. Hmm. Um, I went to Bible college out in Kansas when I was 20. Uh, Three is How when I actually that? went. Just a couple years ago. Just a couple yeah, years ago. Couple years. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> the best way I can describe it is uh, over the years, 
the Lord has turned messes in my life into messages. And mm. the purpose Boy, here on that. earth is to, one of my favorite scriptures is to be a living epistle known and read of all men. Hmm. Some people might not pick up the Bible first, but hmm. if they can pick up that hmm. I'm trying to be like Christ and he hmm. knows I'm far from perfect, but hmm. if you hang around me long enough, uh, and thank you, Lori, for saying that. I, I adore you. <laughs> but um, She's growing a lot, Roseanne. I know. I remember. I remember. <laughs> Um, but that you'll see that my heart is to be like Christ, to love and to care and to forgive yeah. and to keep fighting the good fight. And to even when you're fighting things that this world has that we all fight, that you can learn God's word and be an overcomer. Yeah. And, you know, I think, uh, would you not agree? Most people would rather see a sermon than hear one, <laughs> you know, and that's what you're describing. Yeah. Uh, talk to some young ladies, perhaps. I guess this is not just a, a, a female issue, but about talk to some people who are struggling with some eating disorders for a second, Roseanne. Somebody in Eagle Country's listening to this, and they haven't told anybody yet. That's their secret. You're only sick is right. your secret. That's yeah. right. We're talking about celebrate recovery maybe in a minute, but tell, tell us a little bit about that and what what words of wisdom might you offer someone who has a family member struggling with that or uh it's it's uncanny and some don't understand it right right well i can remember right before i was saved like i don't know exactly when but a few months before i was saved uh my dad who didn't know christ kept saying you're mentally ill you're mentally ill you're mentally ill and he thought i was doing drugs and Mm -hmm. You know, I I didn't. I was struggling with the eating disorders. But I remember going to see uh, someone, a a professional, Mm -hmm. and I remember them saying, um, it's not what you're eating, it's what's eating you. Mm. And Mm. as a young woman who didn't know the Word of God and didn't know much about Mm. life, I was like, no, you don't understand. Mm. I am eating panfuls of this. And I actually stole food from a grocery store. I mean, I I, I felt like he didn't understand. Mm. And what I've learned since then is that it was what was eating me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't know about the things of life. I didn't know there was somebody, a savior Mm. that could heal Mm. me from the inside out. So the Mm. fears and the pains and the Mm. reasons why I would either binge or starve Mm hide food, steal food, um, were things that were going on inside, yeah, inside. of me. And, and it's women, a way of coping. Yes, and women in general, I think, um, what I've seen over the years, we, we carry pretty low self-esteem. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and so we want to hide a lot, but we sure want to make sure everybody else thinks we're okay. Well, it's, that's, that's the rub, isn't it? That's the yeah. dichotomy of, and I think women in general, uh, obviously, our culture idealizes uh, looks, and women, uh, obviously, uh, that's important. It leans into them. I wish some guys paid more attention to that. <laughs> but anyway, I think there are unique struggles that mm-hmm. our gals have uh, feeling worthy uh, of love, of uh, being judged by their their net worth, and their self-worth is tied to that for guys, but for girls, it's it's a lot of the outside. Mm-hmm. And um, so thank you for sharing that. There is help and hope there, for that issue, isn't there? Amen. There yes. is a ton of help. Yeah. And I believe the first is reaching out to God. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know him, it's okay. 
because if you're seeking him, you will find him. It, he, he promises we will find him. And then secondly is getting some constructive kind of help. Yeah. And I think for me, that's where the faith-based 12 steps came in. And it actually, uh, you know, God was working in me to deal with issues in my heart, you know, along the way. Again, I, I'm not telling everybody the world how old I am, but al along the way, you know, things were still getting cleaned up and worked on. But it was probably close to 30 years ago, I came across a faith-based 12-step book. And what that did is it took the Word of God and made it practically applicable to look inside mm. and begin dealing with deeper mm. issues. And it also recommends in the 12 step that you have an accountability person, that you have a safe place to talk about that stuff that really hurts. And the process with prayer and with um, understanding, you know, what responsibility do I have in this? You know, right. a lot of us, right. honestly, Blame we, everybody we else. you took yeah. the words right out yeah. of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. And this, the process of the faith-based 12 steps and celebrate recovery has you look inward in a healthy way, not a condemning way, right. but a healthy way so you can truly let go and start moving forward. You know, uh, I'm not, don't, think we have enough time, but some of the issues I dealt with that beat me up for years, I was able to finally let go and say, I can use this to help other women. Hmm. You don't have to hate yourself. You don't have to beat hmm. yourself up. You are forgiven by God and it's okay to forgive yourself. Yeah. So uh, I, I think most people, I found they struggle, Roseanne and Lori, you might have seen this. Some people are so wired because of their home of origin or their parents or the dynamic environment they were in that they don't feel good until they feel bad. Does that make sense to you? They're so used to feeling guilty and self-defeating and their self-talk is so negative that they, they, if there is not a crisis, they manufacture a crisis because that's where they're most comfortable. They mm -hmm. like drama. They, they would say they don't like drama, but Drama finds them or they find it. Mm -hmm. And some of it comes from their self-worth, their self-image, uh, apart from being a child, a, a man or a woman of God. So 12, what I, uh, th I hear you say is that the 12-step the recovery is, uh, process is strong. Now, you, do, you, do, you, uh, you and we, uh, in our networks, we do celebrate recovery. Somebody listen to Eagle Country, tell them the uh, the summary of of celebrate recovery. I know you're involved now on some larger levels, but mm -hmm. what is celebrate recovery? Um, celebrate recovery. It's a nationally known ministry um, out of Saddleback Church originally, mm -hmm. but what it is is it's a faith based twelve step program. I'm thankful for AA and NA and OA uh, and GA, all anonymous groups right. that have people right. the 12 steps. Um, in our faith-based 12 step, we say the Bible in Jesus Christ is our higher power. Yeah, and they would just say higher power yes. and we're plugging in the person of Jesus. Yes, and, yes. and the Bible because alongside the, the steps are the scriptures that go with it, mm -hmm. the principles yeah. and the, the Beatitudes. And then also what I love yeah. about it is it's any hurt habit or hang up. Boy, Many people yeah. immediately think drugs and alcohol, which is yeah. true. That is a part of it. But any deep hurt, 
big hang up or a habit you can't break. And that could be thoughts and depression, enabling, mm. anxiety, relationship mm. issues. Why are you always drawn into the same relationship? Unhealthy patterns. Yes. Yes. And so that's with Celebrate Recovery, we have different groups that meet for different issues. And the network here in um, this area has really grown yes. that right now there are five really local um, celebrate recovery groups that are going yeah. on different nights. Right, your church has a great. Yeah, Whitewater has one. Uh, Vicki yeah. Swartman, our celebrate recovery team, do an aw awesome job. And I know we have some in Harrison, Greater Harrison, mm -hmm. and yeah, uh, White Oak, Eagle Country can can land listening can help. Mm -hmm. um, and so you're an advocate for celebrate recovery and. Uh, d isn't it true that some people think, well, that's for those people, right? You know, quote unquote. That's those people. That's those messed up people. Those right. are, you know, we are the messed up people. That's what, like I'm saying, we we are them. You know, mm -hmm. it's yeah. for. I often say, I can uh, go. I probably yes. should go. Y yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> you would love yes. it. Honestly, I would say uh, our celebrate recovery program is for regular broke people. Not th those people, you know. Yes, yes. If you're human, yeah. I, I yeah, always, you are those. <laughs> yes, I always say, I think, I think it could almost be like not mandatory, but every Christian yeah. should sit through it. Yeah. yeah. They, they could get something yeah. from it. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. Good. Well, I'd come in. We can. I'll come in and talk about. I'll. I'll go for the relationships, but we could do a whole other show on that. As right. You both, as you both know, we could have a whole series. That's a soap on opera. That's not a show. That's a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Lori is so. Uh, she is learning so much through all the experiences of her life. I love her authenticity, mm -hmm. her vulnerability. That's what celebrate recovery is. One of the things I yeah. think people go and they say, "Oh, I maybe I'm not messed up after all." There are other people that understand me. Maybe this is for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not alone. I, I think the devil reigns in isolation. Yes. And so when if he can keep you isolated from others and thinking nobody has, one of the most freeing words that ever spoken is me too. Me too. I struggle with that too. I, I have a problem with that too. And people go, oh, that's me. Uh, maybe I'm not so weird after all. Yeah. And you know yeah. what else I find is that people will come for a loved one because mm. maybe they're an addict or mm. they've been broken and hurting. Mm. And then as they listen and learn, they're like, whoa, yes, I'm here for me. I need this. Yes. And then they grow, which in turn helps the people that they originally came for. Because mm -hmm. yeah. you can't change anybody but yourself. That is the that, only that's person pretty you profound, can isn't it? Although we try, don't we? We do. The world would be so much better if they just be like me. And listen to that's me. A, and listen, listen to, to me. me. I, it's my way. I know it. I know I know that everything in, in Lawrenceburg and Aurora and Harrison would be so much better if, if they just did it my way. I, but anyway, they won't. Yeah, no. Well, talk to me a little bit about this city, his city, Roseanne. You've been uh, involved, our, our church, other churches, Church on Fire, other. We kind of have... Kind of, I know Pastor Doug, and I know all the some of the great Harrison uh, churches. Tell us about this city, his city, for people who say, "What is that? This city, his city?" Yeah, well, this is definitely another passion of mine, and, and the reason it is, you know, I would hope and expect that each of us are dedicated within our churches. That's where we yes. serve. That's where we minister. But that as we grow in maturity, we would understand about the body of Christ mm. and that we would see the big picture. Mm. And so uh, several years ago, 
uh, Chris Brown, he was the superintendent oh, for yeah. Southwest Local Schools. Oh. He went to several pastors. Were, were you yeah, one of them? I was. Yeah. I was. And He's he, a good man. Yes. And he had asked the pastors to come together and said, look, we, we, need, to ha we need help in the schools. We need help in working together. These kids, they, they need a spiritual component. And um, from my understanding, that's how it began. And it has grown um, in many ways. The leadership has been passed off because it's not about one church. Yeah, that's I know, right. Uh, it's the Big C Church. Yes, the yeah. Big C Church. Um, and I know Pastor Jeff Dooler has led it. Yeah, just uh, a good man. Pastor John Hembry has yep. led it. Yep. Um, last year was Pastor John Calabrese yes, led it. Yes, And um, so interestingly, this year I've always been involved. Um, interestingly, this year there wasn't really anybody stepping up because we like to switch leaders. Yeah. But what was crazy about it is like, oh, I, we we can't let this die. And uh, John yeah. Hamstra, who is now the new superintendent, and really nobody wanted it to end right. because of what we do. And I'll get to that in a second. So I called Pastor John um, Calabrese and I said, look. I'm willing to help. Yes. And he's and he said, I am too. So this year we co facilitated. No, ain't that good? Yeah. Best of both worlds. It is, because my heart um, for the big picture is, you know, can be Christian businesses, nonprofits, people who want to learn what we're doing and networking together. Um, I kind of work more and, and think about that, those lines, whereas uh, John is dealing or working more with the pastors. So together, we're still trying to work in our Good community to do things for the school district. I know Easter, you know, everybody, uh, most churches do an Easter service, which mm -hmm. is great. But um, this city, his city has done some productions <clears throat> that bring yeah. community together. Maybe, you know. You want to go on a lunch hour and dedicate a little bit more time to the meaning of that. We've gone into the schools and helped paint. Good school partnerships. Yes, yeah. excellent. And I'm sure you're aware of it because you're you're heading off that uh, backpack. Oh yeah, program. that's a big deal, isn't it? Backpack feeding. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, Pam Stoll and all of our crew and uh, are really involved, yeah. and they love that. Yeah, and so feeding the kids—that's part of yeah. this city, his city coming together more. Um, and so we're, we're, we meet once a month. It's every third Thursday of the month. Hmm. Uh, there's other nonprofits um, that come and um, there's businessmen that come hmm. and school folks hmm. that come and pastors that come. And we hmm. talk about, uh, do you guys remember Hope Over Heroin several oh, yes. years ago? I remember. Yeah, Absolutely. That, yes. that was a huge success. Big deal, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and it's still a big deal for all of us helping those that are dealing with that, yeah. whether it's the addict or their family members. Yeah. So this city, his city, it's about not just Harrison, but Harrison and the surrounding yeah, communities. Greater Harrison, we right, call it. Is, is, it belongs to the Lord, Jesus yeah. Christ. It's his city. Mm -hmm. This city is his city. Mm -hmm. And we want a spiritual turnaround. So how could, if, if someone's listening and they're like, that sounds like something I'd like to get involved with, meet some, maybe they're active in their church, but they want to meet other people yeah. at other churches mm -hmm. and, and have the time. What time is it on those days and how could they get involved? Okay. 
it is every third Thursday of the month on a lunch hour okay. from 12 until 1 o'clock. And we're pretty good about staying on time. They are starting in on time. Yeah. These preachers can't shut up sometimes. <laughs> but Roseanne and all the I'm other like, people, they know about time. <laughs> preachers don't care about right, time. Right, right. And I keep the schedule. So, um, And the best way to find out about it right now would be to probably go to our Facebook page, which is This City, His City. Um, or you can get a hold of me at Church on Fire Ministries. Um, we do not meet in December. That's the mm. only month we meet. And the reason why you would have to get a hold of one of us, if you can't find it through um, Facebook, or you can even call here and you can yes. connect yeah. them with me, right. um, is because we, every uh, different churches host. sponsor it and host it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I love that. And uh, right now I can't even remember where January is. I think it's Whitewater United Methodist across from um, the junior high. I believe yeah. that's it. But again, um, so start the, on Facebook, maybe. Send yeah. Message, yes. Yeah. yeah. I love the collaboration, communication between churches. What Roseanne is describing is something near to my heart that our only competition is the devil. Amen. It's not another church, you know, and so the devil again divides. He keeps churches in, in isolation like people. And so there can't be enough churches to help all the people who are hurting, who need uh, to overcome those uh, habits and hurts and hangups. And mm -hmm. so Roseanne and what she's doing with this city, his city, what, what she's doing with Celebrate Recovery, uh, I applaud. Well done. We need Thank more you. people like you in Thank town. You. And if you're out here in Eagle Country, you know, thinking, well, you know, man, I got a big problem. It's nothing bigger than God. That's right. And Roseanne is a testimony to that. Lori's a testimony. I'm a testimony yeah. to that. Everybody has challenges. Some people say, well, David, you're like a pastor. Everything's all, it's perfect for you. Oh, no, it's not. I mean, everybody's got issues, uh, personal, professional. Uh, it, it, church is wonderful most of the time. <laughs> About 98% of our people are really wonderful. 1% are weird. You know who you are. <laughs> and then the other 1%, they're just nuts. I don't know. I send them over to church on fire. That's what I do. I say, sure hey, I got a good church for that. you. Go over and visit Pastor Doug and Roseanne. I can help their <laughs> CR program over there. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. We appreciate that. <laughs> and then they come back to us. But anyway, I, uh, I appreciate Roseanne and your ministry here, and we appreciate you uh, tuning in. Now, every week I try to tell a joke. Roseanne. Sometimes it goes over Sometimes well. Some of them nice. are kind of cheesy. Some are not. But I, uh, I heard that. Here's the one for this week here on your Rev Show. I heard about this guy who had a buddy who opened up a new business, and so he called a florist to order some flowers for the grand opening of his buddy's business. And he said, okay. And so he went to visit his buddy at the opening of the business, saw his bouquet of flowers, and on the note front that he had sent, the card said, sorry for your loss. And that guy said, I can't believe how, what an inappropriate message for the grand opening of my buddy's business. Man, he called that florist. He was upset. <laughs> I can't believe you put that on a card. <laughs> the florist said, you think you're upset. Somewhere in this city is a funeral with a bucket of flowers with a card that says, good luck in your new location. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now that's a mix up. <laughs> right. So that's a hurt, a habit. The hang up, I'm sure, right. somewhere there. Well, but, uh, I had, it's funny you tell that joke because I have a real world story about mix ups. I had earlier this year, uh, sadly, two of my clients, one actual client passed away, 
and another of my clients mother passed away so i had a day where i was delivering like flowers and a card yes. to each of these people <laughs> while i did de i deliver them and i get from one of my clients a card that said or a text that said thank you so much for the card and the flower um but my mom Pat was a was a woman, not a man. So oh. the coincidence was was that my client that actually passed away was yes. named Pat, uh -uh. and my client's mom who passed away was named Pat. And oh. I switched the cards around. Oh my gosh! Oh. So I had put in the card that Bobby received. Pat was such a wonderful man. <laughs> Were you no joke. This is like no. oh, I felt See? terrible, but I said, well, it was. The, um, it was the thought that counted. Yeah, it was the thought that counted. Yes. Well, that was like a real-time joke. That right, happened yeah. in real life. Yeah, no, that was a real mix-up. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank God for grace, and thank God for second chances. I know Roseanne and Lori and mm -hmm. I wouldn't be here, and probably you wouldn't be here either in Eagle Country. So thanks again for tuning in to another show. We would love it if you would visit any of the churches in our area, but obviously we have a bias toward Whitewater Crossing, Mark Crimer, and love to have you come any Sunday in December. We're doing this series called The Most Blank Time of the Year, and you just fill it in, uh, because for some people it's not the most wonderful time of the year. So uh, a couple weeks ago I, I preached about it. This is for some the most cynical or skeptical time of the year, and we're going to talk about how so for some the most depressing time of the year uh, the most uh, hectic or frustrating or stressful time of the year. We're going to cover them all <laughs> leading up to Christmas Eve. So if it's stressful for you right now, you have a friend in us. You have a friend in Eagle Country. We're so appreciative of them uh, being our uh, partners. And uh, Lori and I, it's our privilege to come to you and just kind of try to pick you up a little bit, inspire you a little bit, let you know you're not alone, and that there are people who understand and there's a Jesus who came to die, came born in the manger, but was born to die on the cross, rose again, that gets us freedom uh, and gives us a new place to go, not only here, but in the next life. And that's why we do what we do. So anyway, till we chat again on Sunday night, this is Lori and David and Roseanne signing off on The Rev Show. And we're grateful that we come to you every Sunday night on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Rev. David and I pray that this show has revved up your life, your faith, and your work week. Find out more about Sunday service times, youth programs, and how to plan your visit to Whitewater Crossing at whitewatercrossing.org and click on the New Here tab. Our show is blessed by Crimer's Beer House on State Route 128 in Cleves. I'm Lori Enright. Please join us next Sunday at 7 p.m. for Rev with Pastor David Vaughn, only on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.